Hey, what's up, everybody in Free Me Podcast land? I just want to say quickly before we get into this episode, please like, subscribe, share the message, man. I can't grow if y'all don't help me grow. I can only get big on the shoulders of giants. So it's all up to you, man. If you like the message and you think that there's people out there that need to hear this message, get it out, please. You can visit me on Facebook under Thomas Free Me. You can visit my page, Free Me Podcast. You can do all of these things, man, but it's up to you to do it. If you have any um, suggestions, please, you can go to the message box. You can leave me a message, voicemail. And if there's anybody on the show that you want to donate to, you can find the link to do so at the GoFundMe. Um, Again, Free Me Podcast. You can find it at my website, www.cominghomecoalition.com. You can find it on my my Instagram name. You can find it. If you want to do it, you can find it. That's all I'm telling you to do. So, peace and love. I love you guys for tuning in and listening and supporting me. Thank you very much. I'm doing this for you guys, trying to help everybody improve their lives so my life can be improved. And the fuckery will stop and people quit fucking my ears off. Peace. I'm out. Enjoy the show. Hey, what's up, everybody? Free Me Podcast, back with another great episode, man, another great discussion. So before I get into the discussion, you know me, I want to run my mouth a little bit, and that's what I'm going to do because this is my show. So, most importantly, I ran across a documentary the other day on YouTube. I believe I have it on my, my free um, Free Me Podcast on, on Facebook. I've been trying to do better about putting the videos that I see and talk about on the site for you to go check out yourself. So I watched this this interview on Indiana State Penitentiary on people doing life. And it was by a Sir Trevor McDonald, which is a UK British journalist that does some work within criminal justice reform and such. <clears throat> so he interviewed this this man by the name of Ronald Sanford. If you follow me on Facebook, you've already seen the discussions that I've been having. Um, I, needless to say, I was very intrigued by this this gentleman. Thirteen years old, double homicide. He's been incarcerated since he was fifteen. And this was in 1989. So. The intriguing thing to me was this man was, uh, upon interviewing him, he was not angry. Uh, he, he seemed to accept his fate. He was very articulate, very well-mannered, very respectful, um, very humble. As I would expect someone to be in these conditions, and I will explain further but what intrigued me was was the case because as far as I was aware you know there's a lot going on always about juveniles and life sentences so um of course I got with Miss Courtney Benson you know my attorney friend that I have on previous shows 
and which we may even have an open discussion on once I have more facts of the case. So well, let's let's do that. Let me let me tell you the facts of the case here, if you haven't researched yet. So Ronald Sanford was a 13-year-old boy, and this was in Indiana, Marion County, I believe, Indiana. And him and his friend that was 15 wanted to go to the Indiana State Fair. Now, upon going to the fair, they had no money, of course. They decided that they were going to um, mow people's lawns in order to get money to go to the fair. So, the first house they go to, they ask if they can mow the, the lady's lawn, and she refuses and says no. Now, instead of the boys um, continuing their adventure... Uh, they decided to take an, an alternate route and push up into the home. Now, I, I again, I don't have the facts of the case, so but what I do know is the woman was stabbed, and she was killed, and both assailants sat in the home and waited for the sister of the elderly woman, two elderly women, waited for the sister to come home. She was then murdered. Uh, the sum of the double homicide profit was five dollars which the 15 year old boy ended up going to the fair i don't know what the 13 year old boy which is ronald sanford i don't know what ron did from that point there what i do know is um the 15 year old um somehow some way they both got caught because both ladies were neighbor they were the neighbors of one of the boys and they ended up getting caught or questioned and immediately the 15 year old boy which I cannot remember his name off the top of my head and I'm sorry I don't have that information for you but he ends up cooperating right away and of course putting everything on the 13 year old boy the 13 year old boy Ronald is then the center of everything and he's ushered through a system and given 170 years and his whole you know by the time he's 15 he's he's done gone through his appellate process and all um and that was it he's he was introduced to the Indiana State Prison you can get his information if you would like to reach out to him off again my webpage but he's been there since. Now, what I do know is there was never been no investigation into who actually did the murder. Um, the boys, the 15-year-old boy's uh, testimony was always taken into account as creditable and, and honest, I assume. And Ronald wore the the sentence for both murders the 15 year old boy got I believe three years for aggravated burglary or, or uh, whatever the, the, the petty charge was and he did three years prison and he's he's been home for a long time just recently he caught a new charge where of, of sexual molestation child molestation sexual child molestation and incest so he was obviously molesting his own child which uh, reckons 
to believe that he's not all there. And he caught a 20-year sentence off that. Again, man, life will always catch you. So this is this is where I'm at with with Ronald is is you know Again like I I I said in the in the previous episode when I was speaking to body you know I always have to take into account that people died people are not here and those people are not here at the accounts of another human being who decided that it was time for those human beings to be dispersed for them not to live anymore and and I'm and I'm definitely against that you know because I understand god I understand life you know and I have no right to take any living being's life unless it's impeding upon you know my life being taken that is what I have this aggression and this anger and this last shot is for to protect me to 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 ensure my survival percentage nothing more you know so i always have to take into account that that two people died they were elderly people and they've produced their whole life they were at the end of the production but that does not matter because they had the right to leave this planet to leave this life under their own terms. So with that being said, it's a tough thing. One because I know that a child at 13 years old does not understand the egregiousness of life. You know, of a of a decision of that magnitude because a child at 13 years old doesn't understand their life a month from now. the consequences of their actions let alone of of something of that magnitude and that's up to the parents to to teach the children this but this doesn't happen obviously you know for a number of circumstances and and the, and I don't want to diminish the parent because the parent may have been trying and the child may have just had some issue some some traumatic issue that the parent may not even been aware of man there's so many different circumstances so I never want to diminish any of the parents because again I understand. But I'm just speaking of the facts of the case. Ronald Sanford was not given that education because if he was, he wouldn't have made that decision that day. When it came to pushing up in the house, Ronald Sanford would have said, you know, if if he had that proper education, he would have said, "No, man, this ain't cool. We said we were mowing lawns. Let's just go to the next house." We're not going to if we go in here and rob the people, we may not even you know accomplish the goal that we're trying to set we may not even go to the fair we're just trying to go to the fair that's 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 how a reasonable person would think if that proper education was there right so obviously it wasn't and i fault the parents i don't fault ronald for that it's a tough thing man so You have a young man who would obviously, obviously willing to produce and willing to learn and educate himself. He's done this himself, which is again another point that I want to to make, and 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 is the fact that 
this is what can be accomplished. And a man of this magnitude of, of, of education and thinking can only be accomplished when you have the time to think. Well, Ronald Sanford has had nothing but time to think. And, and what makes him so extraordinary to me is you're talking about a human being, right? One human being that has grown up without the distractions that we have every day growing up. He didn't have the distractions that 13-year-olds have, 15-year-olds have, 20-year-olds have, 25-year-olds have. He hasn't had the distractions of relationships. He hasn't had the distractions of the need to to be, uh, you know, to produce. He has had none of these distractions in his life. And to me, that is a profound, a profound experiment. It's rare. Ronald Sanford is a rare breed, and that makes him very unique and very special. And I think that we should absolutely learn and, 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 and embrace what this man has become for that reason. Now he may not agree because he has he has been told society has made him believe that he is the scum of the scum. And he's not. He's a, he's a human being. He's a beautiful human being that that was just misguided as a child. It happens. It's sad. It happens. But it's different. It's different. If he was a grown man, if he was 25 and 30 and made that decision, it's it's different. 13 years old, how can anybody in their right mind persecute a man and take away his, the rest of his life, their life, and give them no chance to be produced or make amends to their wrongs from a mistake of a child? So, I reached out, I wrote a letter, I sent it out, let him know I'm at, you know, Freebie Podcast, and that I, you know, I appreciate, um, you know, his his humbleness, and, and his education, and, and his his fight to, to, to be educated, not to remain in an ignorant state, I mean, that in itself is, is a plot I would give any man, no matter what their, what their crime was. Because I understand that's what it's about, is education. Not making the same mistake twice. That's what education is about. That's why we educate ourselves. To be able to not make the same mistake twice. So, just to clue y'all in, I'll let you know, you know, if I get a response, what I find, you can follow me on Facebook. Thomas Free Me. You can um, go to my podcast page, which is uh, Free Me Podcast on Facebook. My website is Coming Home Coalition, www.cominghomecoalition.com. You can go see what I'm trying to produce and materialize in the physical sense. Um, if you if you want to help donate to any of the the individuals that you hear on my show, 
you want to help donate to me to help me you know continue these these type of discussions anything at all you can find all that information anywhere you look on my facebook instagram twitter anchor dot you know dot fm you know you can find that information and i provide links everywhere i can so much appreciated i want to give many blessings to my my listeners from all over the world man i love you and i respect you and i pray that whatever environment you in that you're 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 providing and you're being successful and you're being good fathers and, and mothers to to your loved ones man it's all about the children that's what this episode here is about is 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 the children now you know i really didn't want to I, I really didn't get into it the way i wanted to i'm going to bring on my guest back my guest name is Solomon Fraser you can catch him again youtube um well he'll explain how to catch him all of that's in there so i really wanted to focus on the children and how us as adults can help our society flourish you know throughout history if you pay attention throughout history focus has always been on on the children communist russia when they were coming up i just learned in a documentary that i was i was watching which i implore anybody that's listening to this here man to go to amazon prime if you're able to to go to amazon prime there's a documentary on there called hidden agendas i implore you to go watch this and and form your own opinions on everything that you're seeing going on now in America by these episodes that they show. So this is what I was watching the other day and they were describing the birth of communism and and marxism and and the like. And during during this era, right? They were killing all of the educators. Anybody with an education, they were just going in and killing because they didn't want the people to be educated of course because communism can't work in an educated environment so it's 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 creating a bunch of sheep essentially so any of the educators were killed and whoever wasn't killed was put in labor lamp you know labor camps and they were they were forced to work their their whole lives essentially for nothing and the children the children were 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 made to feel like kings and queens you know because again children are young and they're fertile their gardens are fresh right the minds are fresh and easily to manipulate easily to discount that their parents were fools and and slaves and yet they're a new breed and the government we are going to bring you in and we're going to make you into fine soldiers and we're going to produce one of the the greatest communistic machines ever ever produced i mean russia wrote the blueprint they wrote the manifesto the communist party you know so the point of that is is again is is about our children are we pouring all of everything that we can into our children are we making sure that our children is getting the proper education that we want our children to to grow and understand are we causing trauma to our children 
by the actions that we do every day without even realizing the effect that it's going to have on our children. Are we being hypocritical? Are we smoking cigarettes and telling our children never smoke cigarettes? Are we drinking, telling our children never to drink? Am I laying around the house not doing anything, telling our children, you know, not to be lazy? Are we being hypocritical? Are we just being honest? So, this is the episode, man. This, this is this is Solomon. Great dude, man. Make make some really really great videos, man. And I I, I suggest everybody, you know, check out his his instructional videos at life. Good videos, man. He's a good dude. Good message. And again, as as exemplified in the discussion, very very important that I point out. This man came from from a nice home. He came from a a, a two parent home, mother father, in a good in a good area that they try to provide a good life for their child. So, I want to point out that you know just because a, a single mother or a single father is raising a child does not mean that that child is always going to be bad and it doesn't mean because a child comes from a two-parent home that the child is always going to be good but I do agree that both parents are supposed to be in the home and I agree with that simply because that's how God made it and who am I to argue with God so without further ado Solomon Fraser. Solomon. Hey, hey, man. What's going on, my brother? What is going on, partner? Man, I haven't talked to you for a minute, man. How you been? Hey, man. I've been, hey, man. I've been, I've been hanging in there. I'm, I'm trying to stay corona free right now, man. You're trying to say corona? Yeah, man, for real. So what hey, do you man, do? How, how, how they been testing? How you trying to how you trying to stay COVID free, partner? Hey man, I'm 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 washing my hands. I'm social. I'm practicing a lot of social distancing. Um, I'm 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 using um masks. You know what I mean? Sometimes I gotta watch out, man, because mm-hmm. I I keep the mask on when I'm in the crib. Ain't nobody here but me. Yeah, I don't let nobody come to the house, man. I stay in my house. I don't let nobody come to the house, and I travel as much, uh, only as needed, you know? Yeah. Hey, man, because, I mean, I've been tested once, right? I've been tested once. I was negative. And um, I've been, uh, my, uh, my, a buddy of mine, man, childhood friend of mine from Atlanta, just caught it, man. And he was mm, telling me what the symptoms he was telling me what the symptoms were, and he was telling me that he can't taste nothing no more. He ain't got no smell. So I've been paying attention to that for myself. Uh, every hey, hey man, I, I, I'm gonna say this: you might want to call me a worry ward. Every time I get something, uh, eat something, or, or drink something, I make sure I can smell it and taste it. I'm telling you. So I, you know, I don't know, man. It, you know. <sighs> It's crazy, man. It's crazy. It's crazy. So, yeah, I've been seeing your videos, man. I, I love your videos. So tell the, tell my people how they can they can catch your little videos. Hey, I'm on Facebook. 
under Solomon Frazier. I'm on YouTube. Some of my videos, some other ones, some older ones are on YouTube. And that is under Solo5300. And um, as you know, I'm on Instagram, too, under my name, Solomon Frazier. And um, basically, right, I'm going to be honest with you, right? The way I got started doing these videos, it's kind of weird because I got started doing these videos by being incarcerated. And after I got released, um, after I got released, I said to myself, and I said to some a lot of people that were around me or people that was I was communicating with, I said, man, now look, I'm, I'm out of jail, right? That was hell. That was hell, number one. Being in jail, that was hell, going through all that. Now to come back out here, and got to go through more because how can I get a fair shake now that I want to try to walk a straight line? And um, I'm going to be very honest with you, right? That part... Hey, that part kept me really, really in my bag for a minute because I didn't see no way I could make make my wrong turn into a right. I really couldn't, man. I really couldn't, man. And then, um, as, a, as a man coming home from prison, you couldn't you you couldn't see. I couldn't see nothing. I couldn't see nothing because um, the. What was what was out there for me at the time, um, you know, for number one, right, I don't have, um, you know, like, I don't have no family members that has clout in a big companies or things of that nature. My uncle don't work for GM. My, my people don't work for Chrysler. Uh, my aunt don't have no ties with anybody that has any kind of, you know, big connections. So it's going to be hard for me. I knew that. So I had to take some jobs where they dogged you. I took some jobs where they dogged you, man, especially when they knew where you came from. Or they know, you know, what you what 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 you're dealing with, a record. What do you mean so, when you say what do you mean when you say like they dogged you? Oh, I'm talking about, man, as far as man, you 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 work harder than than a regular worker would that 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 that's working at a regular job where you got good benefits and this that and yeah you're working hard way harder than them people. I mean you you and, and I and, and and let me tell you, I know because right now I have landed a good job and guess what I don't work nowhere near hard as I worked when I first came out of jail at a job. Mm. And so let's go into let's go into you a little bit, man. Tell me, tell me who you are, where you're from, how you okay. grew up. You know, just just share with me who who Solomon Frazier is, man. Okay, Solomon Frazier, um, born and raised in Wilmington, Delaware, the first state, mm. Wilmington, the city that's in um, Delaware, the city. That's Wilmington is the city. It's basically where everything goes down at. It's a credit card mecca. 
it's it, it's a lot of got a good things that go on in Wilmington. It's a lot of bad too. And um, brought up in the yeah, I'm brought up in a family of four. Um, me, my mom, my brother, and my dad, all which are deceased now. Mm. Um, yeah, and I happened to be get out of jail when my when my dad passed. I was able to be out for him. Bless it, thank um, God. Um, my mother and my brother, I was incarcerated. Um, and during my, I mean, I was incarcerated for drug convictions, drug charges, drug offenses. And, um, basically I came off the porch and when I came off the porch, when I say came off the porch, that means when I got grown enough and I thought that I knew what's going on out there, I, Hey man, I didn't really know what's going on. I thought I knew what was going on. We never do, partner. And um, my well, we mother, think, and my, we think and, we do, and my dad, and everybody always told me that certain things were going to happen, or you 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 you're going a certain way. It's not a it's it's, it's not going to be a good ending for you. This, that, and the third. And um, hey man, you know they say a hard head makes a soft. You know, so I end up I. During my juvenile, I didn't go to jail. I, I never got locked up, never got in trouble during my juvenile or adolescent years. You know what I mean? I wasn't, I, I, I never got in trouble for that. As soon as I became of age, uh, 21, I took on the streets, right? And when I took on the streets, I took them on like, I knew what was going on out there, and I really did. I really did. I can say that now. I didn't want to say that then, but I can say it now. Yeah. And, um, hey, man, I kind of, I kind of like ruined my life, man. I ruined my life a little bit. You know what I mean? But I got it back on track, man. Because when I got incarcerated, all my thoughts was on, okay, you got yourself in here. You got yourself in here. What are you going to do to get yourself out? And what you going to do to try to get yourself out of here a little earlier than what they gave you? They gave you four years. Can you get out of here a little earlier through writing the judges, um, filing certain paperwork? You know, that was my goals. I was, uh, you know, everybody else might have been playing basketball, um, chewing the fat about, you know, war stories. Right. I was trying to. Playing dominoes. To, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was trying to figure <laughs> a way out of this joint. For real. I want out. I want out, man. I don't, I don't like this. You know what I mean? And, um, hey, man, um, I, I, I. Let me go. Let me step back a little bit. Well, what I, I want to know, Solomon, what happened? What happened at 21 years old, partner? Why? Why did you decide to go to the street? Oh man, because you know what? I lived right across the street from a housing project, man, and I seen what I seen Money. from my side of the street, right? Looking into the in, into that housing project because we lived in basic homes, um, you know. 
market value homes. And I'm looking over into the housing project, which is the lower income people. And it seemed like they was having more fun than us on our side, because everybody on our side is, is is trying to play this, you know, you know, a role like they made it. You know, I, we got a house, we got a car. Political you know, correctness. Yeah, 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 that, that stuff. And um, yeah. I seem like the people over there, man, they was playing their music on their stereos, their Motown, and it seemed like everything was, man, everything they was doing was kind of cool. You know what I mean? I, I'm not saying that 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 my parents didn't play um, Motown music, but it just seemed like they blasted it over there. My mom and them ain't blast theirs, though, but they blasted it. And um, it seemed like it was a party, man, all the time over there, man. And um, once I got out and started going over there, I got involved with a lot of things, man. A lot of things. A lot of things, man. A lot of people. Um, so tell me, tell me the first time. Tell me your first time that you you made a transaction. Okay. Um, tell me, tell me, you know, just like like your emotions, your feelings, your fears, your anxieties. I mean, what was you going through? Um, oh man. Hey, for number one, right? Always felt like I was different for number one, right? Because I had a I had a brother that was mentally challenged, right? And um, it was kind of hard to see him go through, um, to go through what he was going through. As far as you know, he 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 would never be able to write like I can. He would never be able to to talk correctly as I can. I mean, all that that kind of messed with me, man. For real. That yeah. kind of messed with me, man, to sit back and to have a brother that was like that. And I'm looking at everybody else, not saying everybody else, but had never had a, a brother that was mentally challenged. But it seemed like I was the only one on the block that had one. That's yeah. all. And that's all I can go by. I can just go by what I've seen in my area and <clears throat> in my immediate area. And that was something for me hard to get to 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 deal with, man. So I always felt different from everybody else, right? Always people felt people used to people used to tease you about your brother. People people have made some some little cracks and little jokes, and I can remember some 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 uh, you know um, things coming off of people that I didn't I didn't I didn't truly uh, like. I even remember getting into a fight about somebody talking about my brother. So, you yeah. know, it was, a, it was a thing that I had to really adapt to. And, um, Hey man, it, 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 it and to be honest, I was different than everybody else, man, because yeah. I didn't want a lot of people to come over my house to see how the way my brother was. I didn't, I didn't like that because, you know, I mean, we had to deal with it, but man, I didn't like, I didn't like to bring that on to anybody else. So, it was always a thing which I kind of kept kept my brother away from everybody, and I kept people away from my my crib. So that's so was the way it because I was it, was it because you were just protecting your brother, or was it because you was embarrassed? A little bit of both. Yeah, a little bit of both, man. That's real talk, partner. Hey, man, and, and and um, and then you know the things I would watch. On TV, always let me know that I'm, I'm I'm not like everybody else, right? 
And, and I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. Important and, and fact. Say that again for me. Say that I'm again it was, it, it was always something that I noticed that I wasn't like everybody else, right? From TV, My, from, from music. Right. Constant um, reminders coming from outside, letting you yeah, know constant. how you're supposed I mean, to constantly. feel. And yeah. I'm going to tell you one show that used to get me every week, but I would watch it, but it would just tear me up inside because I said, oh, man, I can't, that ain't, that ain't, that ain't going to work for me. And I'm going to tell you the show. I don't know if you can re uh, remember it because I don't know your age, but I'm going to tell you the show. You probably heard of the show. The Brady I'm 45, Bunch. partner. Four or five. Cool. All right. The, the Brady Bunch. You ever heard of that? Yeah, I remember that corny ass show, man. I was never a Brady Bunch person, man. I couldn't, I couldn't right. get past the intro. I really couldn't. All right. Hey, well, for me, that was a show, and the reason I I watched it because I just had the concept of anything that was wrong, they can get it, they can fix it in a twenty minutes. Oh man! And I said that don't work in my life. I can't fix what's going wrong in my life in 20 minutes. It's not going to work. So I, right there, I knew I wasn't like everybody else. So why should I try to act like everybody else? Mm. You're lucky you figured that out then because you got people going through their lives right now that are trying to have relationships based on what they learned in the facts of life. And their life is miserable because they think that, like you say, like life happens in, in a half an hour. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Like all problems yeah. are fixed by the end of the show. You know what I mean? And when it's not, it, it drives their, their brains crazy, man. Hey, and, and, and that's always was a thing. And I always remember that as being an obstacle, right? That was always mm -hmm. an a obstacle for me because it was no way I could, I, I mean, I prayed to God you know, to heal my brother, to break, make my brother whole, and blah blah blah. You know, this, that, and the third. I mean, I, I mean, hey man, I'm gonna be honest. I did a whole lot of things, man, because I, hey, if anything I could do to turn my brother into a normal person like me, I would have done it. You hear me? I would have done it. So anyway. My brother loved me anyway, though, man. My brother could say my name, but he can't. He can only say a few words. He can't really speak a whole sentence. And Bless God. and um, hey, man, hey, that was a part of uh, of of unconditional love because I had to have that for him, man. Because you know, I mean, it wasn't his fault. You know, it mm. wasn't his fault that he was like that. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't. And um. Uh, I talked to my mom about it, you know, when I got of age, a little bit older, and I asked her why my brother was like that, right? And um, my mother told me something that I'll never forget, man. God bless her, man. Love her. She told me she think they dropped my brother. At the hospital? Yeah. Yeah, man. And, you know, to the day, I keep that on. I I, I keep. I, I I gotta keep that because that's something she told me so many years ago. I, I and I wasn't born, so I don't know what happened. You know, the thing of it is, is when you hear something like that, you know, and, and you can speak to this. Of course, I'm a, I'm a white man, you know, but 
I, I've got my experiences, you know. But when you hear something like that, as a black man, how could you doubt it? You know what I mean? Just seeing how, how black people have been treated in this country and, and in the world. How could you doubt hearing something like that? You know what I'm saying? Hey, man. And listen, man. That thing, man, that thing kind of hurt me, man, because, um, hey, man, I prayed. I mean, I can remember me, my mom, my brother. My mom would read chapters out of the, out the Bible. and I mean, all that stuff, man. And, um, hey, man, nothing changed, man. My brother ended up passing on, um, like I said, while I was incarcerated during my, um, my um, longest sentence ever, which was four years. And um, my brother passed, and um, I didn't even get a chance to really say goodbye to him, man. Mm-hmm. Um, I never, I, I really didn't, man. Um, I didn't take I me, mean, take me, take me through that day you found out. Oh man, where um, was you at? I was incarcerated. I was at a jail they call. Pre-trial annex in St. Wilmington. And um I was there and um they said, now nah, let me let me let me step back a little bit. First Take my mom time, passed. First my mom passed, then my brother, then then I was out when my dad passed. Okay, so um my mother she wasn't never sick to my knowledge. I had talked to her every few days or so while I was in jail. And um man, hey, hey, hey man, I'm great pour something on you, man. I'm great pour something on you right now, man. This right here is real, but I'm great pour on. Um, all right. Um my mother kept asking me, right? How much time how much time you think they're going to give you this time? How much time you think they're going to give you? I said, Mom, I ain't go to court yet. Mom, I ain't go to court yet. Mom, I ain't go to court yet. And 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 I kept lying to her. I kept lying to my mom, right? I did. I really did because I wanted to save her the pain of knowing I had four years, that I was going to be away from her for four years. Mm, mm, mm. The longest I ever been away from my mother. Right? Mm. And, um, Man, listen, man. I ain't gonna lie to you, right, man. It, it man, it, this hurts me, man. To really even talk about this, man. But I'm gonna talk about it because I got to get better with it. Uh, I end up fessing up, and I told her, I confess. I said, "Mom, I got sentenced. I got four years." Well, you know, she just said, "Well, you know, just do your time, and when you come home. You know, you got somewhere to come at." Blah, 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 blah. This, that, and the third. Yeah, so not knowing, right? Me not knowing, though, man. Now, listen to this, bro. Me not knowing that I would never, ever see her living again. Mm -hmm. You feel me what I'm saying when I say that, man? Man, that shit got me in tears, dog. I mean, because I know, man, I know that pain, partner. Hey, real. man, to never, to be- ever, right? When I said mm-hmm. that to her, I try to keep some hope alive. I did. I really did. I try to keep some hope 
and I didn't want to bring that at. Now, mm. this is the catcher. This is the kicker, man. This is the kicker. Mm. This is the kicker. I'm going to give you the kicker now, bro. Mm. <sighs> My dad, disciplinarian, don't play a lot of games, uh, really didn't like, um, you know, a lot of things that I did and really didn't like my lifestyle or none of that, right? And when I did get a chance to talk to him, when my mom passed on, this right here, man, this right here, man, this right here, man, God mighty, man. This hurts. It's hard, Hey man, my dad told me, man, that I like I broke my mom's heart. I kind of I, I I broke my mother's heart, and she had a heart attack due to the stress from me telling her about the four years. Mm. And I, hey man, you know I had to go through some, some therapy for that man. And the therapist told me, you don't have that kind of power. You don't have that kind of power. And I, that was the only thing that made me feel just a little bit better about it. Mm -hmm. But I still feel like, man, if I could have told her, Mom, I'm getting out next week, that would have been the best thing I could have told her. Not telling her I got to do four years. So, like you I know, said, like you know, I said, um, yeah, go ahead. I, well, I'm just thinking, man. You, I mean, you got me thinking about my mom, you know, and I'm still blessed to have her. Hey, man. Know? Hey, man. Treasure your mom, man. I wish I had mine, bro. I wish I had mine, man. I swear, man. I wish I had mine, man. I swear I do, man. And, um, hey, man. But that day, man, that day, right? that they called me down to the office. The lieutenant sent the CEO up there to get me and bring me downstairs. And let, he let me call home. I, ain't, I knew something had to be bad. I didn't know what it was. I knew something had to be bad, though. And because uh, the, the lieutenant already knew, right? But he wanted me to call home and get the news myself. And, um, Man, when I heard that news, man, I just broke down, man. I broke down, man. I broke down. I broke down, man. Man, I, 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 man, I felt every, everything bad that I could feel at that moment. I, uh, Called my dad. My dad told me my mom passed. Blah 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 blah. And um, man, I, one thing they did let me do. They let me. They let me come out for the funeral. I had to be honest, man. I had got a special permission to go to the funeral and to spend a few hours at the house and all this and all that, which was a good thing. Which was a good thing, because uh, I mean, you no, know, while I was in jail, I didn't cause any trouble. I wasn't 
no troublemaker. I ain't have no bad record or nothing like this. And um, after to see her, man, laid in that in that casket, man, and I gave her a kiss, her last kiss, man. I gave her a kiss, man. And um, hey, man, I'm gonna be honest with you, man. I don't wish that on nobody, man. I don't wish that on nobody. And knowing I got to go back to jail and finish this four-year sentence. And, man, hey, bro, let me tell you another thing. The night I got locked up, for selling heroin and, and cocaine. My mother told me not to go out that night. She asked me, why are you going out this time of night? You don't need to go out this time of night. Why don't you stay in? Get some rest, blah, blah, blah. And I didn't. Not knowing she was telling me something that was going to save my life. Mm-hmm. And I didn't listen. It's something about black women, man. What is it about black women, man? I have a black woman and she, I'm telling you, she knows what I'm going to do before I know it, before I do it. Like, like she, like she is connected to me, man. She, she knows what I'm thinking. Hey man, I'm going to tell you, man, my mom, I don't know what she, and I say this, I said this on one of my videos, right? I said, man, I don't know what she's seen or what she felt or whatever, but she told me not to go out that night. She told me. A lot of times I can sneak on out without her saying nothing. Not this night. Not this particular night. She was was waiting. Seemed like she was waiting. They know, man. You remember 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 the one black mama from um from from Baltimore during the during the riots up there, remember? Yeah. Viral with the kid where the kid was out there and the mom came up and just started beating the hell at him. She she just look up on the TV and seeing her son. She knew her son. She knows. Mom knows, man. A black woman too. But mom knows all women. Amen. All women know their seeds, boy. Amen. But my mom seen something, man. I wish. Amen. You know, and, and like I said, right, man, and I, I seen this, I seen this as a post on um on Facebook. I wish, I wish heaven had visiting hours, man, because I would love to visit my mom, man. I would love to visit my mom, man, just to really, I, I already know what she probably would say. I seen it coming. I try to tell you, I seen it coming. <laughs> yeah. You know, do you I mean? have anything of hers? Huh? Do you still have anything of hers that you oh, can yeah, touch that's say, tangible? A picture I look at every day, man, the award she won at, at her, at her job. I, yeah. I, I, yeah. I was able to, um, Managed to, to to keep that, and um, I look at that every day, man. And I and I think about my mom, man. And my mom was a wise woman, man. My mom didn't judge people. My mom didn't mm. didn't like people to judge people. What's your mom's name? Mary Frazier. And, Bless her heart, man. Amen. And um. Hey man, my mom was man. My mom, like like they say, is any real ones left? That's what I gotta say about her. She's a real. Mm. She's a real one, man. 
So let's go back to 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 circle back to the top where um you were talking about you were just getting ready to get into your first the first transaction that you made over in the hood across the street. Oh yeah, yeah. And you start getting into your brother about about like why you you felt you had to go into this path. Hey man, I just felt like man, I need to to not feel what I was feeling when I be in that house. I had to escape. You know what I mean? That's the way I felt like, because I, I see him struggling to talk, struggling, you know, uh, um, just struggling, man. I mean, he's not he's not able to communicate like me. He's not able to to learn like me. He's go to a special school. He, 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 he's on this, uh, I mean, he's got a, he, he, they come in this little bus and, 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 and the people on the buses it some of them are worse than him and, and and just that I mean it's not a good look at all yeah. to me it's, to me it's not a good look to see it on a daily basis coming and going so hey man I started experimenting with Alcohol, marijuana. First drug of choice was marijuana. Alcohol, beer, you know, quarts of beer. All from across the street. Yeah. You know, that 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 kind of that stuff kind of eased my pain a little. I, at least I thought it did. At least I thought it did. You're getting some kind of at least I thought it did. I thought it was easing my pain a little. It made it easier to look at to deal with, I can go in and just fall asleep. Boom. So you're meeting people over there that you're connecting with and hanging out with, and it's a cool vibe, right? Yeah, it's a cool vibe. And um man, it it, it just it just man, it just was like some I, I was just trying to escape, man. That's all, man. I wanted to escape, and that was my way of escaping and still being here, still being here on earth. Escaping and still See, being point, here on earth. I want to point your story out. And the reason why I'm, I'm delving into it the way that I am, because, you know, I want to give credit, man, to all the single mothers for real, because they get a bad rap. You hey, know, man, and there's always the stigma. There's always this stigma that, you know, um, if the if the father was in the home and, and if the father and the mother was together, that there wouldn't be these problems. But just because the father and the mother are together and, and, and you're raised in a home, like you say, in a, in a semi-good home, right? That doesn't mean that there ain't problems. You see what I'm saying? Hey, man, it's still, man, it's still problems, bro. And as parents, we're supposed to recognize that and pay attention to that, you know? Hey, man. And it's funny how you say, because you how you explain that is like the literal the literal version of, the grass is always greener on the other side. So here you're in a nice neighborhood, you know, the semi-nice neighborhood. Right. And you're looking across over into the into the into the hood, into the ghetto. Right. And, and you're thinking that it's better over there. Yeah. See what I'm saying? Because hey, it seemed like they hey, I mean, they was just to me, I got along with them better than I got along with the people over there where I was at. Because it was the truth and they were real. You know what I mean? You see what I'm saying? And that's and that's how America's getting too, man, is that we're we're trying to live this plastic life. 
yeah. right? This old political correctness ass shit where we, we smile in each other's face and we're all uppity and we're all polite to each other instead of just being real and being honest. That's what you get out of the hood. That's why I went to the hood. I, I, I was kind of like you, you know? Amen. You know, I was raised in a, in a suburban in a suburban little neighborhood or whatnot, but it was it was fake, and there were secrets. I knew that there were secrets, and I knew that there were lies. Hey, know? man, there you go, bro. There you go. That's what's happening, man. And um, uh, man, listen, man, I'm gonna be honest, right? I'm I uh I met my wife. Well, I only had one wife. We we divorced now, but that's where. I met my wife at in the projects and mm. I had my son by her. My only, my first and only son. And uh, man, listen, I I just knew that I felt around, felt I, I felt, I felt normal around them because they don't expect too much out of me. They're not, you know, Looking for uh, uh, you know this great I am. That is looking for me just to be me. Everybody else wants me to be the great I am. Yeah. And, if you could have done anything else, so, solo. If you could have done anything else besides go off into the hood, right? If you could have put your energy into anything else to improve your life. Right. What would it have been? Hey, man, my friend of mine, man, that I'm talking about down in Atlanta. Um, he went to he went to college. I, I didn't want to go to college because I felt as though um, I didn't I didn't want my parents to, to spring for that. I'd rather for them to keep that money and use it for themselves because they worked like dogs because they 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 they. they they basically, they worked hard all their life. They're used to working hard. They're from the South. And um, they worked hard all their life. And um, it's one thing I would have did, I really think now, now I do, I think I would have went to, I should have went to college because my friend of mine told me, you would have made it, man. He said, man, you would have made it. He tells me that to the day. He said, you would have made it, man. He said, it took me a minute to make it. You know, I stayed an extra year to make it. He said, but you could have made it. I see now the way you did your work in school. I said, well, you know what? It would have probably been different down there because I didn't have, I wouldn't have my mom and dad with that stern concern in the next room while I'm doing my homework. I wouldn't have had that. So if something would happen with your, um, something went out on your phone or your, your connection or something. Oh, it's not, you can't hear me? I can hear you, but it it went it went on like matrix, like you're all uh, computerized. Oh man, what can I do then? What can I do, man? Tell me. Um, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna I'm gonna disconnect here, and then um I'm gonna send you a new link and reconnect, and that might solve the issue, and then we'll just continue from there. All right, then let's do that, man. Oh, hold up, keep talking. I think it just fixed. All right, man. Well, are we good? No. No, we're not. I'm a, I'm a, I'm disconnected. I'm gonna reconnect with you. All right. All right, bro. I'm gonna send it right back. All right. All right. All right. You there? Yo. Yeah. Yeah. I'm here. I want to get some chips real quick while you're connecting. All right, man. No problem. Yeah, you sound perfect, man. So so All go right. ahead and continue. 
Hey man, like I was saying though, right? Um, man, um, I, 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 I kind of like started dealing with people from that side of the, the tracks. You know what I mean? Drug dealers, boosters, drug abusers. Robbers, stealers, you name it. That's all I dealt with, man, coming up. And um, maybe I shouldn't have, but, hey, I, they made me feel like it's all right. It's all right, man, if you ain't perfect. It's all right if you ain't got this. It's all right if you ain't got that. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and they didn't, you know, they wasn't, hey, my thing was, I wasn't trying to keep up with the Joneses either. So that was a part of my um, makeup. And I definitely, definitely didn't excel in life like I should have. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, for me, I was just lazy. That's all it, that's all it boiled down to. Yeah, lazy. Like in, in high school, I didn't get high grades. I just barely made it. But I did graduate, which was a was what I thought was a was a was a big thing. But my dad hear it up and let me know that wasn't hey, that ain't nothing. You supposed to do that. I told you he's a disciplinarian. Everybody else on the block now, not the projects, the block, they was getting all kinds of little incentives when they when they got when they when they graduated their dad bought them this their they, their dad bought them that a nice little used car blah 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 this that and the third all i got was you supposed to do that mm. so you know how can i want to live that kind of life that ain't wasn't the kind of life i wanted to live uh, to be that way and to be treated that kind of way you know what I'm saying? Not saying he was supposed to go get a marching band for me or anything, but hey, man, I mean, some things, I mean, still to the day, God bless him. He never said, man, that was a good thing, man. You graduated from high school. Never. Back to the, day. The, the, the thing of it is, is right for me. This again, man, you're making some great points. Somebody might hear what you say and they may, and they may reflect on that and say, are you serious? Like, Come on, like my dad beat me or something. You know, they may always have something slick to say about what the next person's feelings are. Right. But what gets what gets neglected is the fact that this shit affected you. Yeah, man. All that did, man. All that. You know what I mean? All that. And you know, and like I said, I was in in uh treatment, you know. I you know, I've been in I've been in drug treatment. I tried that. You know, I tried all that, and um, when when the counselor um, invited my dad to come down, my mom was passed, like I said, my dad, my brother was passed, so my dad was still living. My dad came down to one of the sessions, and uh, my dad, now this is a professional talk, a professional counselor, and in some kind of way, I don't know how the way this counselor finagled this, but my 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 the counselor finagled it to get my dad to speak on what part did he think he played in in me being the way I was, and 
Hey, man, I was surprised at what came out that counselor's mouth. That counselor said you played a part of it. My dad didn't want to accept it, man. Of course not. He didn't want to accept nothing. Nothing dealing with none of that. And um, mm. right now to the day, I remember that, man. Matter of fact, I think he left there very mad, um, very upset, or I know he was in his head after he left, like all these people saying, I did this and I did that, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, he didn't want to accept a professional, somebody that's went to school for this kind of stuff and that's going to tell you exactly what's going on. He didn't want to accept it. But how now? How, how does that make you feel now, knowing that your father wasn't the man that you, you may have thought that he was, that he he really hey, wasn't even well, man enough to accept the truth. Hey, man, my dad, let me let me say this. Let me step back a little, just a little. My dad was the kind of man, right? Like I said, he's from the rural south. They came up hard. You know what of I course. mean? Of course. They came up hard, man. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. they had, they, you know what I mean? They had a little farm and they, you know, they caught their food and they did everything, the outhouses, all that. Something that, man, when I used to go down there when, we was, when I was a kid, I didn't, I couldn't wait to get back up this way. I didn't like it down there. Too Southern, too country. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Seemed like you, man, hey, man, it seems, oh, man. But anyway. um, I'm but, here in Florida, partner, so I know I've been born and raised in, in the Southeast, so I know exactly what you're talking but about. But I'm saying it probably ain't like that down there no more where, where my dad's from. It's probably uh, more modernized now, but I'm talking about back when I was talking about when, we was, when I was a kid, I can remember it was sand. The roads were still dirt, all that. Yeah, and the difference, man, let me tell you. Let me tell you this here, partner. It's still racist as hell down here. Right. It's, it's only, it's it's today's racism. It's not yesterday's racism. It's today's racism. Hey, man, listen. You ain't never lied, man. And my dad, you know, when when my dad get uh, used to get into a good mood, he would talk, right? And he'll talk about his childhood because, you know, sometimes it's, it's kind of hard to get something out of him sometimes. So, but when he did talk about his childhood and, and his uh, days coming up and, you know, and um, man, when he told me about the racism down there, man, oh my God, I told him I don't think I'll, 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 I don't think I'd be alive if I was living down there back then, because you you had to. Um, he said the sheriff would spit at you and all kinds of stuff, disrespect you, all kinds of stuff, man. This is down in South Carolina, man. So, and um, uh, I told him, man, I don't know if I. Go through that, man. Joker calling you boy every two seconds. Oh man, I, I, I don't. I just don't know, man. Maybe I could. Maybe I could, and maybe I would have to. I don't know, but I just right now I can't see it. I can't see it. So, man, takes a different takes a different type of character, partner. Yeah, man. So, um, let me let me <laughs> let me go ahead and speed up a little bit, man, because I got to do something at four o'clock. But look. Let me speed up a little bit. So listen, what I'm saying is I knew that I had to do something different when I when 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 I got out of jail this last time, that last time. I know I had to do something different. I got to change the game. I can't go back into that game. That game is mm -hmm. old. 
It's worn out. Matter of fact, you can't play it no more. Mm -hmm. Right? So I said, what can I do to get my life back on track? And what can I do to get it on track where I can succeed and I have a fair chance? So I was talking to this, to this chick. And little did I know, this chick gave me the answer to that question. And she gave it mm -hmm. to me in a way that I thought she was being smart because I didn't know about what she was talking about. She said, she said to me, she said, um, you're talking about you want to get a job. You don't want nobody to look back at your record and blah, blah, blah. Your record's messing you up, blah, 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 this, that, and the third. She said, have you ever tried to get a pardon? And I said to her, people from where I'm from, ma'am, they don't get pardons. I never heard of anybody that ever been in the institution or jail came out and got a pardon. So I don't think they get the real. Never, never. Hey, I said, so I don't think that would happen for me. She said, have you tried it? I said, no. <laughs> right? I never forget man, the conversation, right? Yeah. She said, have you tried it? I said, no. She said, well, try it. Pick on the lady's name. This is where she's at. She does all the paperwork. All you got to do is go over there and sit down and tell her whatever questions she needs to ask from you and and um, go get your fingerprints done at the state, state police barracks and you're well on your way. So, man, little did I know that that was the best advice I got after coming out of prison. The best advice. Because I embarked on that, right? I embarked on it. I really did. I went through the whole Tell nine happened, yards. Man. I went through the whole nine yards of it. Some parts was like, uh, I got the bugaboos on a little bit of it, especially when I had to walk into the state trooper barracks and give them my fingerprints. That was, that was something new to me. I wasn't used to that one. To go into the front door and come back out the front door, that was all new, yeah. man. That was all new. But I did it. I went through it. And I went through the feelings. And guess what, man? To make a long story short, man, I got a pardon and I got an expungement, man. Get out of here, partner. Man, I got a pardon and an expungement. I got a clean record. I ain't got, hey, listen. My record is just like anybody else's now that haven't done anything. They cannot... That's awesome, man. Congratulations on that, Hey, man. listen. How'd that make you feel? Hey, man, listen, man. I felt like this is what comes out of changing, and this is what comes out of trying something new. Trying something new. Not saying... Uh, not taking on saying, oh, man, they ain't going to give it to me because I'm black. Or, man, they, they ain't going to give it to me because I sold drugs. And I ain't going to give it. Nah, I, hey, man, I went in there. And at the hearing, man, I went in there suited and booted. I went in. You had to go to a hearing? Yeah, I had to go Who'd to you a go hearing. in front of? I had to go to a hearing to get uh, 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 what they call approved for a pardon. Who'd you go? Who'd you go in front of? The pardon board. 
okay. And and um, I went in front of the pardon board, then the pardon board accepted it, and they said it was going to send it to the governor, and the governor signed off on it, and man, guess what, man? I ain't been in no trouble since. Mm. I ain't been mm. in no trouble You got to bless, man. man. I haven't been in no trouble since. I haven't even had a jaywalk. I haven't even been stopped for jaywalking. I wonder if that's a state-to-state thing. That might just be a Delaware thing. Hey, man, I'm going to tell you like this, bro. And I'm going to put you down with something. I got a lady that will check into whatever state a person's in. And she will see if she can do the paperwork for you and file a pardon for whoever. She told me to um, share her name and Mm -hmm. share what she Mm -hmm. does. And maybe she can help people that in need of that. She doesn't. She told me she can do them for everywhere. She told me that, but I told her, "Look, ain't it kind of hard to get it for this state, for that state, for New Jersey?" And that, and she said, "Well, look, I will just file the paperwork, and and we'll see." So I said, "Well, you know, it's going to what turn." You, I'm gonna... What you can do, partner, is send me that link. Oh, I, I and, send you, um, I send and you her, her, her name and everything, man. I got you. And I'll put it up on the on the Free Me um site here right. on Facebook. So they would just go to Facebook uh, on, on Free Me Podcast. I'm, trying to, get her to do a, I'm yeah. trying to get her to do a video, a little video. Ain't got to be but two or three minutes about what she does. And um, I'm going to see. Matter of fact, I'm going to call. I'm going to see can I get her after I talk to you. But, man, I'll send you her number yeah. and everything, man. She does them. And um, she's been, man, she's been real good at them, man. For Delaware, she's been knocking them out the park. I ain't going to lie. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely put that up on the site, man. And, and hopefully uh, if, if somebody's listening to us and they need that help, hey, you know, man, they go to Let her tell you that she can't do it or she can, she uh, it's going to be a problem or whatever because she, no, that's exactly right. she told me she could do it for all states. She said she did one for somebody okay. in New York. She did some one for somebody, and she says some other kind of little paperwork they got to do for other states, but she's willing to do that. Um, okay. And um, like I'll turn you on to her, man. She's a very, very man, very man. She's I I I call her angel, man, because man, really, she's doing something that nobody I know in the United States is doing. Yeah, send me that info, man, and, I, and I'm, I'll be sure to put it up. Hey, there. man, I got you. Hey, solo man, I got you, my brother. Real talk, man. Real talk, partner. I love this conversation. Hey, man, man, I love this, man. I love this too, brother. And I love, man, coming home, dog. I love that, man. I love that, 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 that label you gave that, man. Coming home, coalition, coming home, man. That's coalition, what it's about, man. It's about man. us coming, man, coming about home, coming man. Coming together. Hey, man, coming home. You gotta, man. You gotta have your mind right, man. Gotta have your mind right, partner, because it ain't no joke out here, and nobody is gonna cut you no slack. Hey, man, and nobody owes you nothing, man. Nobody owes you nothing, man. You put yourself to this shit, partner. Hey, man. So that's where I'm at, man. And like I said, man, I'm connected with a brother too, man. Me and him's doing some work. He's from Atlanta, man. And and hey, man, I met a lot of people through doing these videos, man. I met a brother. He was the last brother to get pardoned by President Obama. He got clemency. Obama gave him clemency, and he got out. He did twenty-three oh, yeah. years. 
my friend. He's my friend, Come man. On. And uh, me and him Good. be doing some work together, man. And um. See if he wants to come on the show. Hey, man, I'll I turn him on to you, man. i turn him straight on to you, yeah. bro. He, he was part. See if he pardoned, wants to come on the show and talk man, about he it, He got man. pardoned by President Obama, man. And, and, mm. and you know what I'm saying? Like, for that to happen, man, for me to meet somebody like that, man, I'm not going to say that, you know, oh, you know, some people, oh, man, that ain't nothing. Yeah, it is something. Do you, have you met somebody? Mm. That got pardoned by the president. You know what I mean? You know, you're, there's always people out there trying to tell you down. Yeah. Man. So that's why I say, if you go, if you go and you listen to my show with Penny Pierce, right? That's that's what we talk about is is how life is designed. Yes, right? sir. Think about it, right? How life is designed to make us think a certain way, how we're supposed to feel when the police come to our house, how we're, how we're supposed to feel when we see the police. Right. All of this is designed to make us feel a certain way. Hey, but at the end of the day, Solo, at the end of the day, the bottom line is, is you have to give that right up. Nobody can make you feel a certain way other That's than right, yourself. That's right, brother. Nobody. Nobody, man. You have to give that up. Hey, man. You have to give that up. It doesn't matter if somebody's in my face yelling at me, man. I have to decide to become mad. Hey, man. You're you right about saying? that one, my brother. Hey, man. But, you know, and uh, um, let me share this, too, man, because this is a big part of, of my transition. Um, A counselor told me this, right? He said, man, let me tell you something, right? He said, man, you got to use you, you. What you was using out there was the wrong was the wrong potion or the wrong um what's the word man um the wrong the wrong ingredients he said you was using he uh -huh. said you was using emotion over intellect he said you were supposed to use intellect over emotions he said because mm -hmm. he said you want to know where people use a lot of emotions are at he said, you're right here with him. In jail. That's where you're at. That's where people run off the emotions exactly right. are at. In jail. He said, you got to reverse that. If you reverse that, you, you, if you reverse that, you would change the game. That's facts. That's facts. That's facts. And the thing of it is, is that you have to stop and you have to ask yourself, if I keep getting in trouble, if I keep doing things wrong, if I keep upsetting people, if I keep people, you know, getting people mad, at right. me, whatever, right? You have to stop and you have to ask yourself, am I leading my life through emotions? Am I just making emotional decisions that is causing an uproar with everybody hey, around? Man. Hey, man, that was the, that was the most know? realest thing, man, I ever heard, man. When he told me, a true master of self is a man that can control hey man, his emotions. Listen, hey man, the God told me. He said, "Man, you in a he, right now? You in the place where this place runs off emotions? People coming here because of their emotions." Listen, why do you think? Why do you think Jesus was telling you, man, when a man hits you, turn the other cheek, give him the other cheek? To hey man, control your hey emotions. Man. Do not let this man you off your square. It doesn't matter if he's punching you Amen. in the face. You have to choose to strike Amen. that. Amen. That's a deep joint, man. 
intellect, the I over E. Use that concept. If you use that concept, man, you say you'll be a winner. Amen. They're, they're doing it. These people are billionaires getting ready to be trillionaires. He said, man, that concept there has, has made a lot of people who they are, man. He said, the other concept, the E over the I, it makes you just where you at, a criminal, a convict, a, a loser. That's true. So he said, it's up to you which one you want to pick. But I'll tell you like this. Change that, man. Change that, man. Go with that I over E. Not the E over I. I see. And if you don't know how to do it, if you don't know how to do it, all you got to do is check out Solo's hey, videos. Man, and he gives you hey, a play-by-play. -play, like man. I said, man. Hey, man. Hey, I said, man, I said, the hey, man gives you the man hey, giving you instructional videos hey, on how to because, do it, hey, man. All you got to do is, hey, listen to this, out. bro. Listen to this. What I'm going to tell you if you'd have told me 15 years ago that I'll be doing what I'm doing now, I would have told you, man, what you didn't, man, what you didn't put in, uh, what you, what you didn't smoke. Hmm. I had to change, bro. I had to change my mindset, man. Me too. I had a daughter. I had to change my mindset, man. And 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 today, right? Yeah. You know, today, right? What what I do today, I know it's blowing some people's minds, man, because they can say, man, damn, this nigga, man, this cat here, he used to do this, he used to run and do that, he used to be with me, he used to be with her, he used to be with them. Now he's doing this, telling people to stay out of jail. Giving people insight on what goes on inside of jails, and it's not a good thing. You don't want it, and and and, and my series is called "Do You Want It?" Because all I'm asking you, do you want it? Do you want it, man? For real, I love it, dog. I love you your image. I, mean? I love, you want it because, man. I love hey, you, if you man. want it, it's there. Don't get there and cry. Don't get there and cry. Whatever it is. Whatever it is, it's there. Solo, you're a good dude, man. You're a really good human being, partner, and I love what you do in the message. Man. Hey, man, I'm going to send you Miss Danette Butler's uh, uh, information. I'm going to get with you. I'm going to turn uh, my man on, um, Glenn Williams, the boy who got the pardon from President Obama. Well, clemency from President Obama. And um, I'm going to let him, I'm gonna uh -huh. let him, you know, let him um, connect with you, man. And I think he, I think, I know he'll do it. He just got to figure out time because he got a lot going on too. Down, he's down in Atlanta. Where are you at? Okay, you in Tampa. That's right. All right, you in Tampa. But yeah, he's down in Atlanta. But um, yeah, Tom Brady. I'm a, I'm a, right. I'm a connect y'all, man. And um, hey man, I, hey man, it's a, it's a, it's another person I want to connect you with. This girl, this lady. Well, she's a lady named Marva. Uh, Marva King, hey man, she just got out of the feds. Um, and um, hey man, she's doing some hell of a work, man. She is doing some connect hey, me, partner. Whoever you want to hook me up with, just tell them to go check me out on, on Thomas Free Me right. on Facebook or, or hey man, Free, me, Free Me Podcast. Hey man, man, listen, man, this has been a pleasure. This has been a blast, man. You know.
This has been Absolutely, a flash. Man. Creep it, man. This is creepy. Oh, oh, they fired. They shoot. It's backfired. Don't panic. All it's right. backfired. Hey. Hey, man, listen, man, look, I just want to let you know, man, this has been a blast for me, man. And uh, like I said, man, listen, I appreciate you, man, just reaching out to me, man, just saying, hey, man, I like I, I like to put you on, 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 do a, do a series with you right quick, do a, you know, a session. Hey, man, that was all right, bro. I appreciate you. No question, man. I'm always about getting the, the message out, man, and getting the hey, word out. Man. You know? Hey, man. I'm, I'm, so, but I'm, a, I'm, hey, man. This ain't gonna be our last time talking, bro. No, because I want to. We ain't get. We ain't get a chance to touch on the kids, man. I really want to get a, a oh, you yeah. know, a touch hey, on the hey, kids. Hey, yo, from... man. Oh my gosh, man. I can't, man. Really, hey, man. My story kind of took all everything, man. It took everything almost. And I, and, and that's it's just okay, a though, drop. because now. That's just a drop. Yeah, because now my listeners know who you are. So now, now we ain't got to get into that. Now, next time we could just we could just flow right into into what we hey, we're going to discuss. Hey, you know? But I do want to get hey, into hey, kids, yeah. man, because there's a lot of mothers out there. There's a lot of mothers out there. Hey man, listen to me, kids, right? Man. I'm gonna be honest with you, right? I'm gonna say this, right? I'm gonna say this in closing. Some of these mothers are scared of their kids, man. No question, man. And these kids are are ten, eleven years old. Listen. I just I, I just ran across I, I, real quick. I'm trying to reach out to a dude, right? You can go to my site and you can see what I'm talking about. But his name is Ronald Ronald Sanford. He's in Indiana State Prison doing 170 God. years Woo! for a double homicide at 13 years old. He has been locked up since he's 15 years old, man, almost 30 years. His whole life he's been locked up. I'm gonna see what I can do, man, and, and open it up and see what um what can be done. But you can see all that on all my All right, on man. My page. I'm gonna keep an eye out on everything. Coming home, I got you, dog. Coming home, coalition. All hey. right, man. Hey, hey stay man, safe, you too, partner. Man. Wash your hands. Yeah, wear your man. Mask. Stay safe. Keep that mask up. No question. All right, bro. All right, one.